You're listening to Money Talks. We're with uh, Troy Harmon. We got Jennifer Thomas here and uh, Dan Deluzio. All right, uh, Dan, we got a uh, yeah. got a case study this week, and I know Bill always says you say case study, and everybody turns the radio off. But uh, <laughs> this is the one and only Dan Deluzio that can give us a whole lot more interesting facts on a oh. case study than everybody, anybody else, right? Well. It's the case study is interesting. It's really one that a lot of people ask. So it's, it's going to have mm-hmm. a lot of practical knowledge in it. It's really all it's about record retention. Okay. And I can't tell you how many times a year we get client calls. Right. I know you guys do in the, in, mm-hmm. the, in the planning and investment division as well. How long do I keep things? You know. Well, and, and the answer, I hate to say it, is a typical legal or an accounting answer. It depends. Right. Because it depends on what the record is. Ask a right. CPA and they'll always tell exactly. you. Exactly. Same <laughs> answer. Or, Same answer every question. It depends. Exactly. <laughs> And so and that's exactly what it is. But there's a lot of, you know, some guidelines, some basic guidelines that everybody mm-hmm. really probably needs to just be aware of. Uh, one of them just being, uh, you know, how long do we just tax returns themselves, okay? Well, the issue on that is, well, the government says you keep – when you file your tax return, mm-hmm. it's open for three years for audit, okay? Right. Now, what do they mean for three years? Well, it's three years from the date you file or the due date of the return, whichever is later. Right. So if you file on February 28th this year for your 2016 tax return, well, the due date of the tax return is April 15th. Right. So it's April 15th, three years from now, is when that tax year will close. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And if you file with an extension in October, well, it's three years from that point. Okay. Right. So it's the later of the due date or the date you file. Now, one of the interesting things is the statute never runs out if you don't file. So people, there are people out there who say, never well, I don't have enough income. Right. I don't need to file. Well, you know, that depends. Mm-hmm. Depends on what information the government has on you. Sure. Right. Okay. And and if there were fraud. And if it's fraud, even if you did file, the statute never is extended. Never goes away. And yeah. then there's another little caveat in there. If you did file and your three years is about to run out, but let's say you didn't report about 25% of your income, then the statute goes to six years. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so there's uh, it really does depend. And then again, you have a state statute. It could be different from the federal. Now, luckily here in Georgia, it's a three-year statute along with the federal. Mm-hmm. But there are a number of states out there where it's a four-year statute or an extra right. year. Right. So always be aware of that. So a lot of times that is what we start setting the basis as, three mm-hmm. years or four years. Now, we recommend here at Hensler that you keep it seven years, okay, because then you're covering just about all bases. Sure. Right. Okay, right. and I think that's always a smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and... On the investment side, we get a lot of questions on, like, how long do you, should you keep your statements? And right. how, you know, what type of information do you need to keep? I mean, with the new laws of the... Firms having to track cost basis, it's yeah. not as important for you to have to keep all that. Yeah. I, you know, I recommend that you keep at least one year's worth of statements yeah. uh, at minimum. Um, and then in addition, you know, while that while the new laws are in place now, they you might still own something that wasn't a part of that. Mm-hmm. And you need you know, you have uncovered positions right. where you still need to have 
you know, the information on what the actual cost was on the investment that you purchased. So it's important for you, as, you know, if you've been investing for a while, that if you have that information, you keep and that, that as up, well. That brings up a good point because then it goes back to, well, what is it we're keeping, okay? Mm-hmm. So like investments, things like that. It's when you sell it, you need to hang on to those records for till the tax statute right. runs out. Uh-huh. Okay. And you also need, you know, where the proof of where sure. you, what you bought it at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then but when you get to records like, well, you buy a house. I mean, I, we have, I can't tell you how many times a client will come in and say, well, I bought that house 15 years ago. Uh-huh. You know, but they don't have they have they've I I paid fifty thousand dollars for it or a hundred thousand. <laughs> right. But I don't have any closing statements, I don't have any documents. Uh-huh. And then I put thirty thousand in improvements. Well, you know, we're on a wing and a prayer here. So <laughs> right. uh so we have you have to be you know, that I always tell clients that, that document you put away, you put somewhere safe, okay? Uh-huh. And and then anytime you make major improvements to your house, keep a file. Put the receipts in there because sure. Five years or ten years from now, when you sell that house, mm-hmm. who's going to, you know, you need a place to go where everything's in one place. Yeah. So, it's like I said, it depends on the type What all of classifies home. as a major home improvement? Well, it, it, now that's a good question because there's improvements. You almost in, said it depends. You I know. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to. <laughs> I did. It, it, and it depends on whether it's, a, you could consider it an improvement or a repair. You know? Right. If mm-hmm. you're just replacing a hole in the carpet, oh, that's a repair. If you take out the entire carpet, uh-huh. you know, but there is but there is wear and tear on carpet. So right. You know, so like I said, but if you're like adding uh, a deck out the back and you've never had a deck before, as opposed to repairing a deck you have, okay, you know, so it, it really those uh, kinds of things. Absolutely, Putting so it should be something, yeah, in, things like that, yeah. yeah, expensive things. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the specifics we're talking about: W twos, ten ninety nines, bank statements, brokerage statements, K ones. If you have a partnership, right, uh, that's another one. Uh, you know, hang on to all those because anything that makes up your tax return, I always tell you, hang on to. Right. And we can talk if we get have time later about some of the other things, like uh, what you do for when you buy, when you make contributions, how long to keep those things. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a like good that. idea too. Yeah, and receipts. Yeah. Receipts, canceled checks, all those things. Yeah. Logs mm-hmm. and stuff like that they yeah. use for business expenses. Right. Bank statements. Yeah. Any of that fun stuff. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I had a few questions. We were uh, just going through a. Um, uh, little deal about Dan was telling us where or how, what to save, but uh, I guess as important as as uh, what to save. What documents uh, where you would save, save for your taxes? Where in yeah. the world do you yeah. put them? Yeah. Well, there's a couple places, and and this is really stands to, as to what the documents are and what you want to do with them, and, mm-hmm. how, and how technologically aware you are and things like that. So a lot of it has to do with that. You know, for a lot of us old-fashioned people out there, there's still the old safe deposit box. But important, or a lot of people have fireproof safes in their homes. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of place you want to put like birth certificates and passports and and your social security cards and your marriage certificates and even a will. Like a lot of times your attorney will have a copy of your will, but you get the original. So mm-hmm. put that in there. Uh, and, and another thing to do is, and I know people have taken uh, CDs of pictures of their home and put it in there. I right. think that's a great idea for yep. insurance purposes. Right. Okay. CD, well. A CD, anything. Yeah. or A, a thumb drive. A, a maybe. thumb drive that yeah. you may have pictures on, things like that. Sure. Well, and I know you were just talking about, um, you know, charitable contributions and how long do you have to keep track of that. But isn't it true, like, if you give away, you know, clothes and mm-hmm. and furniture and things like that, that you should take pictures of those items Absolutely. too. Absolutely, it's recommended. Yeah. Right. Because you want to prove that what you gave away was decent because right. you're not supposed to give away things that are bad. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be good or fair or better or excellent condition. You know, in other words, you don't get a contribution for junk. 
Right. It's, it's, it's supposed to be usable. I see. So, uh, so pictures are helpful there. Right. Yeah. Take pictures. Uh, and also, you know, it, and for things that you don't need, or maybe the statute of limitation is up, they tell you to invest in a shredder. You can always get a uh, one of those those cross cutting shredders, uh-huh. right. the ones that do not spaghetti but make it into confetti. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's as important as as anything these yeah. days with. Uh, all the threats we have, uh, cyber threats, electronic threats that we yeah, have. Yeah, just don't so, throw things in the trash, believe me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It may come back to haunt you. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, keep it keep it safe yeah. if you're keeping it at the house. And make again, sure it's a fireproof one safe, more thing. Then there are some there are some things out there that you can buy, some commercial programs, but be very leery of those as you put your things in the cloud. So be careful on who it's with, what their security mm-hmm. is, and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Always something that concerns me, I guess. Right. All right. Well, we'll take a break real quick, and uh, when we come back, we'll be answering more of your listener questions. You're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 